Welcome to the Almost 30 Podcast. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Krista. And we're your hosts, guides, and friends on this path. Almost 30 is not about your age. It's about the feeling. All of us are almost something, seeking community and resources to support the rumblings of transformation within us. Our conversations are deep dives, shepherded by our insatiable curiosity and desire for connection, enduring inspiration, and a sense of levity that we can all benefit from. We're looking to find the magic in the human experience. Buckle up, baby. Your evolution is waiting. Hello and welcome to Almost 30 Podcast. Hi everybody, it's Lind and Krista, your podcast best friends, and we're so glad you're here. If you're new, welcome. We have over 500 episodes, no pressure, but we put new ones out every single week. And if you're an OG, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. You got homework if you're new, baby. Don't go too far back though. It gets crazy. Yeah, it gets a little... Gets a little wonky, gets a little crazy. Some are better than others. It's all good. (laughs) Life is a journey. We learn as we go. (laughs) But we've been having so much fun in this life and career as podcasters. It's been such a joy and a delight to learn every single week and bring, yeah, just insightful, deep, funny, fun, interesting conversations to you. Yeah, this podcast is the product of Krista and I truly never planning to do a podcast, Mm -hmm. but just following this feeling we had when we met and this feeling that we had in our conversations as new friends and also going through our Saturn return, which is in your late 20s, and that strong feeling that we weren't alone. So we've met thousands of you out there that have gone through this transition, that are going through it, that have made it through and are now just feeling really, really good on the other side. Uh, Not only thanks to Almost 30, but thanks to just your own trust in yourself through the process. So we proud. We proud of (laughs) y'all. And today we're going to be talking about love and astrology, which is a conversation that so many of you enjoy here at Almost 30. And I don't think we've ever actually zeroed in on love and astrology. We've talked about north nodes, astrocartography, your natal chart. We've talked about so many different aspects, the elements, but we've never talked about love. So I think this is going to be a really good one. And I know that so many of us, when we are dating or in the dating world, we look up people's charts immediately. So This will be helpful for you because you can understand basically by identifying your chart and their chart what your super couple chart is, which is the blending of your charts together. Yeah, so this is a new system created by sisters, the Astro Twins, Ophi and Tali. And it's really fascinating because I kind of went into it like, okay, they're going to tell me that a Gemini can't be with an Aries and just have all of these like rules and Mm -hmm points to navigate this, but really this is about optimizing a relationship with any two zodiac signs and helping you navigate the challenges, helping you navigate different seasons you have in your relationship, which they have four different seasons that relationships can go through, how to keep that relationship really like thriving and growing rather than stagnant and just kind of surface. So I really loved this conversation. They're OGs, they're experts, and you're going to learn a lot. Yeah, I love the idea of creating a super couple chart because I do think it would be helpful 
especially to look at it from this perspective rather than just comparing them kind of willy-nilly and comparing them from the basic sun signs. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people do that. And I was telling you that I looked up, I pulled up like an ex-boyfriend from Forever Ago's chart, just like kind of noodling on my exes and what their similarities were, like what their differences were, what I liked about our relationship, what I would have changed. And if I would have known this man was a triple Pisces, the wow. tender care that I would have given to this individual is <laughs> so crazy. Wow. But finding that out, I'm just, I look at him totally differently because wow. I'm like, he was always very sweet. And I'm like, wow, you just had so much emotion and feeling almost mm. more than me. But it was really beautiful because as a Pisces myself and someone that is very tender, we did have that in common, like that very, like that softness and sweetness. But I just think about how that would have helped me so, so much in our relationship. Oh, my God. I mean, I wouldn't have cheated on him. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. In this episode, they're going to talk about our super couple chart. Okay, cool. Which is cool. So you'll learn all about that. The OG super couple, pretty much. The OG. I do remember, because I'm not remembering right now, because we did this a couple months ago, our chart sign as a super couple. Sean and I are a Sagittarius uh -huh. as a couple. That surprises me. Kind of. Mm -hmm. It's like as a couple, though, I feel like there is that kind of like adventurous wanderer in us as a couple, but individually, mm -hmm. it's mostly him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for you guys to listen because a lot of times when Krista and I are read on the show, which has happened many a times, a lot of you relate to either one of us or both of us, maybe in your friendships or just individually. And so we hope you'll take something away from that as well yeah you can see us as archetypes and mm. tap into either archetype whenever you want take what you want leave the rest we have another conversation with the astro twins talking about astrology as well that i did which was so much fun i did it when i was in new york and if you want to learn about astrology more you can just search astrology almost 30 we probably have like 15 to 20 episodes with amazing people like chani nicholas spirit daughter natalia benson some of yeah. the greats and we also talk about, at the end, the second half of 2023. So you'll get that little forecast for you. But the book is Super Couple. It's a beautiful book. I love it so much. It's nice and thick. These are secrets for a sexy, soulful, and satisfying relationship by the Astro Twins. So I'll be doing Super Couple for all the people I'm going to be dating. <laughs> Stay tuned. I'll be Super Coupling all my potential mates. <laughs> Okay, well, enjoy this one. And if you want more from Almost 30, we have courses and programs that we really love. So if you're a podcaster and you want to launch, grow, or monetize a show, we got you. We learned by trial and error. We've mm -hmm. learned by being in this biz for a long time and by making it successful. So you can go to Podcast Pro for that at almost30.com. I also have my signature program, which is the Life Edit, which helps you align to your highest timeline by taking action every single day to edit all areas of your life. And then Lindsay has Sacredness of Being Single, which is her signature program about her single season. So all of those courses can be found at almost30.com. We also have Morning Microdose, which is our baby. It is the hits of Almost 30. So it is that five to 10 minutes you can tune into every single morning to get inspired, to get insights, to get conversation topics going and just get in flow. All right, y'all. Enjoy this one and we will see you on the other side. We love you. Bye. <music> I am juggling quite a bit lately. <laughs> I have a new baby, um, six months in, and uh, we are finishing our book and running a business and a marriage and a house. And um, it's just a lot, but everything is 
all good and just my dream, but it's a lot. But I have found that if my health routine is on point, then everything runs smoothly. And one huge piece of that routine is my supplementation. And Symbiotica has just always been a constant in my routine. Uh, If you haven't heard of Symbiotica, they're a health and wellness company that does everything with intention. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Like I know them. (laughs) Shervine has been on the podcast many times. I just have seen how passionate, how incredibly intelligent, how dedicated he is to creating products uh, that are clean, plant-based, without toxic or harmful chemicals, which we need more of that in the world. Um, So let me just run you through what I'm taking. Um, I take the vitamin D3 K2. It's the liposomal form. I just squirt 12 little pumps in my mouth every single morning. I also take their B12. Um, I'm also obsessed with the liposomal vitamin C. I have these little packets whether it's winter or whatever season, it's obviously great for immunity, but it also um, is amazing because it has biotin, one of nature's most beautifying ingredients. Uh, So I've seen an improvement in my skin, hair, and nail growth as well. I do have mom brain, um, but I'm doing my best to just support my brain health in any way. So for brain health, focus, and memory, I really love taking their liposomal magnesium L-threonate. It's an innovative form of magnesium that is able to cross the blood-brain barrier. It supports brain health, mood, immune system function, and overall well-being. It's incredible and tastes amazing. It's like this yummy vanilla cream flavor. That's the thing with uh, Symbiotica products. They taste amazing unbelievable. So it really makes taking all of these supplements so easy, so yummy. And I actually look forward to it. So if you want to give Symbiotica a try, there is no better time right now is the time. Symbiotica.com, C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A. Use our code almost 30, 20% off site-wide. So major. And then when you bundle and subscribe, which I highly recommend because you never want to run out of anything, uh, you're going to get an extra discount. So just do it up. Symbiotica.com and use the code almost 30 for 20% off site-wide. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Oh, Therapy, y'all. I don't know. I just, I don't know what I did before therapy, to be completely honest with you. I think I was kind of a mess, but you know, found it when I was meant to, but I have been going to therapy for about six years now, which is so crazy. So crazy, but it has changed my life and I will continue to invest in therapy for as long as I can. I feel like it has totally, totally made my relationships better made my career better. I am a better mom. I am a better wife. I'm a better friend. I'm a better daughter and sister. Y'all, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do, this is it. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you get matched and you're like, eh, not quite a fit, they make it easy and it's free to change. But I've had a lot of friends try BetterHelp and love it. So I really, really encourage you to start therapy. It's been the best decision I've ever made for myself. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash almost 30 today to get 10% off your first month. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash almost 30. I'm so excited to be here with you both. Long time coming for me. Krista has already sat down with one of you, but it 
was really important for me because Krista got a taste. I was like, damn it. Like, I just <laughs> love learning about astrology and especially related to relationships, whether it's romantic or friendships. That's what it's all about. I how, mean, how does anyone really get obsessed with truly, this? Yeah, truly, truly. Start with that. Astrology just, people are relationship people. Like, it's fun to learn about yourself, but like, it's a boring topic if you're not taking the merchandise yes. out, interacting with other humans, you know? I completely agree. And it's just brought so much clarity and so much compassion to my relationships as mm -hmm. I've learned more about astrology and other people's charts and just our, I don't want to say compatibility, but there's something there to like why we're brought together. And Krista and I have, our charts have been studied many times over the years on the yes, podcast. Love, <laughs> we'll go into it love today. Love your devotion to astrology and yeah. human design, Yes, too. and it's just brought so much light to why we're together yeah. on a growth level of, like, how she helps me grow and vice versa of, like, what we're meant to do here in the world. And same with, like, my husband, and I'm learning as we grow together, too. So it's... It just is a nice layer to play in rather mm -hmm. than just like, okay, right. so you're controlling and, you know, <laughs> right. I'm subservient, you know, whatever it right. is. That out of the box, one size fits all yes. relationship advice. It needs to be nuanced and accented with astrology. I completely agree. So the latest book, Super Couple, which is gorgeous by the way they brought Thank me you. both Super Couple and the 2023 Horoscope book are thick and gorgeous <laughs> and i'm so excited to dig in que it's amazing mm -hmm. but i want to talk about the importance of super couple yes and the the different approach because i think a lot of people when they think of astrology and romantic relationships they're like oh, am i compatible exactly. are we compatible people have this like black or white feeling around certain signs can't be with other signs yep so I'd love to talk about the inspiration for this. Yeah, I mean, the reality is we're all the sum of our parts. Some parts of you will be compatible and some parts of you won't. We have the, essentially the same chart as identical twins and we still have areas where we clash. Yeah. And so how do you explain that? Well, yeah. that's where super couple comes in because mm -hmm. what it is, is it's a composite chart. So what it it does, it takes the midpoint of, your sun and their sun, the midpoint of your moon and their moon, the midpoint of your Mercury, their Mercury, and so mm. on. So it basically, if your two charts had a baby and met exactly in the middle, this is your your northwest, your blue ivy, your, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Essentially, mm -hmm. like you're, what you're talking about is there are two types of compatibility charts. There's a sinistry or comparison of the two charts side by side. That's what most people do. And that's how yeah. we get spun out into this whole talk about whether you're compatible or not, because there are these oil and water differences. But then there's the second type, the combined composite chart. And that's what super couple is. It's basically a a full-on encyclopedia to reading your composite chart because that is the mm -hmm. third chart of so your relationship is a zodiac sign essentially mm -hmm. we wanted to call it what sign is your relationship but that was too no, much I of a mouthful and super couple is just like <laughs> no it just it's like that's what we all want to be right? totally and i feel like even that word kind of brings forth that intention yes. you know it's not about finding what's wrong no, it's not necessarily about finding what's wrong, but finding 
and correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, two of you together. The opportunities, yeah, the potential, the opportunities, exactly. It's very positive. We need that list. Like, great that we're all working on traumas and other things, but simultaneously, we have to have some hope and something fun to tap into. I agree. What aspects of this composite chart are we looking at in particular and what do they mean are there certain planets or transits that we're looking at it's not really the transits in this book but it's it. more like the chart almost like the birth yes. chart of your relationship we do sun moon mercury venus mars you know Every jupiter planet. saturn uranus neptune pluto mm-hmm. so yeah nodes and the nodes as well mm-hmm. the north and south nodes are in there we're believers in past lives so yep. the composite south node does show like where your relationship started and Mm. where it's going. I've had really weird karmic interactions with guys who I have a Libra South node. I'll run the super couple chart and I'll be like, oh God. (laughs) We were married in a past life. Gotta stay away from you because you know. (laughs) One of the most fascinating things we found, because we love to look at celebrity charts, just public figures. Sure. Great teachers of the modern kind of muses for us all. So it's fascinating when you see two kind of wild signs coming together in this sort of boring way or like a great example is justin and Haley bieber she's a sagittarius mm-hmm. free-spirited he's a pisces hard to pin down they become a capricorn sun together all of a sudden they're all married young going to church doing all these very adult things yes like, god why are you so fascinating yet boring oh, i never <laughs> thought about it like that that's yeah. so true like very very normal and yeah. adults. Yeah, I'm dealing yeah. with like heavy issues. Like, didn't she have a stroke? Yes. And he yes. has a facial, the Bell's palsy. Yeah. And they went to therapy and your relationship is a job. And that's a Capricorn super couple. Wow. That yeah. is so interesting. Especially with celebrities, I'm curious. When celebrities marry celebrities, I assume it's because there's a lot of things to relate on and just, there's this safety and security and mm-hmm. knowing that the other person gets it or understands. But is there anything in the Perhaps. charts too? Oh, like, always, yeah. for sure. I mean, yeah, we did Beyonce's chart with Jay-Z in 2003. We were How cool. backstage at the Billboard Music Awards in the celebrity swag room. That was a weird, divine, serendipitous <laughs> totally. thing. Was really, I need we to met know Stevie more. Wonder that day too. Oh, yeah. Sting, cool. and I know it was like, We got invited to like- day of our lives. Yeah. Got yeah, invited to really, the table. We're like, yeah, do it. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, it's $10,000 for the table. We're like, we don't have that. And then they called us back. Would you come anyway? We think it would be a real treat for the stars. We're like, hell yeah. yeah. And then so Beyonce was newly dating and kind of on the down low dating Jay-Z. But the rumor was out. So we did her chart. Do you want one for you know who? So we did. We had a little software. We did a composite chart for them. And they have like, what, five planets in Libra and Scorpio? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And same thing with Will and Jada. Uh, Their composite super couple chart is packed with Libra and Scorpio. And what does that mean? And those are the two signs that are most... Mm -hmm you know, focused on relationships. Libra is the sign of marriage and Scorpio is the after party. Scorpio is the sex, the intimacy, the soul connection. The mortgage, Mm -hmm. the reproduction. So you wouldn't, you know, you would think, oh, Beyonce's this nice, spoogy girl from Houston and 
Jay-Z's a little scrappy, but together there's the sense of purpose. Yes. Like, this is my partner. And they yes. have slave Scorpio Taurus nodes, I think, too. So there's this very deep power couple, money, yeah. wealth. Was there anything that came up around what they're here to, like the challenges that are like good growth challenges if they take them oh, on? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. A lot of it is around just finding that balance between the material and the spiritual yeah. for them. You know, and privacy. They're very private together, actually. So that's Scorpio and the nodes there. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, the public, the private, Mm -hmm. as we know. Yeah. Very fascinating. The visual album out of everything? (laughs) I think they're both born in the year of the rooster, too. He's 69. Mm -hmm. She's 81. Yes. That happens a lot with couples 12 years apart. So when you see an age difference, always check for... The north and south nodes being in opposite signs or just like 10 years. Chinese really? lunar year is 12 years. Yes. Yeah, so. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. Brand I know. I can imagine as the you, patterns, the patterns, the yeah. depth to which you are experts, you just discover these connections between and is like the year of the rooster. Is that modality connected to astrology? Yes. Actually, every Chinese sign has a ruling planet that follows the same order. So let's see. Well, Jupiter is what determines what sign rules every year. Jupiter changes signs every 11.8. It goes through the whole zodiac every 11.8 years. So every Chinese sign lasts for about a year. Mm-hmm. And then we're in the year of the rabbit now, which is associated with Neptune, the ruler of Pisces. What kind of a Piscean kind of energy. And rooster is Mercury, right? Yeah, rooster is Mercury. Virgo, so. Got it. Yeah, rooster mm-hmm. is associated with Think about the rooster corralling all the chickens. Like, hey, get together. I was just in Hawaii and Mm. there are roosters everywhere. I'm like, they are assholes. Like, so really are. women are, I mean, Britney's Not calling Virgos assholes, but, you know. But, like, yeah. You they're... know, but it's like, we are going to lay down the law for you chickens. Totally. Get in line, you know? <laughs> they're great performers of women. I mean, Beyonce, J-Lo, who else? Britney Spears. Yes. They're all roosters. Wow. So, Fascinating. Yeah. Strutting their stuff. Uh-huh. Britney's 41. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. To my earlier point of just the depth to which you go. There's just these connections between modalities and (laughs) these just various like intricacies in the charts that must just feel so fun to discover and then see patterns with different charts or different people. Oh, yeah. yeah. In the public eye or not. I want to talk about destiny related to your chart Mm -hmm. because I feel like people have an idea of what destiny is and it feels fixed to some people and i'm not sure the answer of whether it is or not but i guess can we talk about destiny as it relates to astrology absolutely i think free will and your chart are actually very connected the more you learn about your chart the more free will you gain because that freedom is actually comes from consciousness from understanding yourself so destiny I would say, you know, like you get an iPhone, you take it out of the box. It looks like everybody else's iPhone, but it has, it's not an Android. It has a distinct operating system, but the more you start to customize it, the more it becomes your own. It's definitely your phone. That's how I liken free will to astrology, but we all do come with an operating system. That's our chart. Within that, we have so much room to invent, create and make choices 
So it's kind of like you have your basic blueprint and architecture. You move into an apartment. It's not furnished. You get to decorate it. But it is still an apartment. It's not a house. So right. you sign your chart, you know, you work within what you have. Right. Right. And destiny and timing and coming together with people. I think there's a lot. Yeah. Like she had her daughter, Sabelle, when was it Jupiter went into our fourth oh, yeah. house of motherhood? Like, yes, of course, we have free will. But we notice in our own lives, because that's where you can really see and take yeah. it for the road test, is that things happen in sync with planetary cycles. Jupiter went into our fifth house of fame and we had a tv show on you know mm-hmm. come on prime video things happen like that and then there is that sense with people that that come into your life and stay there that you have yes. been on a journey before and that's also where the super couple deciphering can really come in handy because mm-hmm. you can look especially at the like we were saying the north and south nodes why are you here even the people who stick around for a minute and then destroy you inside for Mm -hmm. months like i think Mm -hmm. looking back on those exes too is also like well why did they come in what was the lesson yes yes yeah that's certainly been a practice of mine and (laughs) Mm -hmm. something that i've talked about on the podcast but yeah i think it's important because i feel like astrology has given me ownership and responsibility Mm. to where there's aspects of my personality that I can see confirmed in my chart, where maybe it's a lower expression of it that I can really own and not be like, dunk myself in shame or avoid or like deny. Uh (laughs) It's been very, very helpful with the higher and lower expressions. I know that every sign has... It's kind of like a light and a shadow, exactly. if we want to talk yeah. about it that way. So destiny isn't just one fixed point. Maybe it's a range of things. So what vibration you're putting out is going to attract something that matches that. So you're going to get a lower expression of the destiny if you're putting yes. out a lower vibration of self. But that's why learning your chart and your super couple chart is so helpful, because then you become aware you're putting that out. People, we're our own biggest blind spots. We don't know what we're doing. People are always like, how is it to be a twin? I'm like, I don't know. I can only see her. It must be weirder for you. When I see twins, I think it's really weird that two yeah. people look alike. Totally, totally. I can't see my face unless I look in the mirror. So, or at me. And that's what it's kind of like, you know, To we all have this avatar of ourselves out there. It's how people yeah. see us versus how we think we're coming across. And we mm. don't know. So whatever you want to use, like astrology to connect those two things great oh this is what other people are experiencing when they are around me not what I'm thinking they are sure sure yeah sometimes the discrepancy is shocking (laughs) yeah it sure is I thought of social media when you said avatar Mm -hmm. because it is an aspect of self that's kind of like projected out there I'm currently on an IG hiatus which is an interesting yeah it's an interesting experiment I do it every year yeah giving withdrawal symptoms you know what? This time round, no, not at all. Mm. Honestly, I was, I felt ready. I felt very focused and intentional this time round. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I rip myself off and I'm like <laughs> floundering. What's happening in your chart right now that's causing this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a 
I felt incredibly distracted mm. as of late with social media. And I was like, I really crave depth. Yeah. And whether that's in creating or in my relationships and social media for me, because I'm quote unquote, a public person yeah. like that, sometimes pigeonholes me into a way of being, which is presenting to the world which is like very true and honest but it's a slice yep, right yep, yep and then it kind of distorts my other relationships that i want to be deeper because mm -hmm. they're like oh you didn't tell me so that or the lies of omission that yeah. social media mm -hmm. tells become and then everybody's comparing themselves to what they see on your feed she has a perfect life no exactly. i just told you one version of the story exactly and the rest exactly. of the details and even when you do vulnerably share it it's like then people idealize you even more mm -hmm. so you can't win because i know it's all image i know it's what it does to the brain idealizing that avatar and i'm curious if there's anything in astrology that points to how people show up online or if you've seen any for trends sure. for sure saturn has been an aquarius the sign of technology and social media and mm. community and saturn is very old school and it shows us the limits so Let's expose the limits and also, I think, made us crave real IRL. It's also Saturn's a planet of experts, expertise. Mm -hmm. And but and in Aquarius, everyone's trying to show up as an expert on, oh, here's my TikTok skincare. <laughs> I've done this for five minutes. Now I'm an expert. I'm a life coach. I'm 15 right. years old. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Although my daughter did make an 12-year-old acai bowl, uh, you know, that was pretty masterful for okay. TikTok. Okay. The kids are definitely learning some things. <laughs> they are, but still. Pluto comes in and tears everything down. Mm. And then forces us to rebuild it. And it's inching towards Aquarius right now. It's moving into Aquarius for just a little slice of 2023. From March 23rd to June 11th. And then it's going to go back and forth between Capricorn and Aquarius. Then November 19th, 2024. It's 20 solid years in Aquarius. For the first time since 1778 wow. till 1798. So that was when we got the Constitution. It was the French Revolution. So... Sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. What the, the dollar. Game. The dollar was minted. There was a crappy currency that had gotten fraudulently the continental. The continental. Right? Yeah. yeah. So there was a hmm. Sounds like something. This is great. Continental. The had their own currency called the continental, but it was fake printed. And just like we've overprinted money now with inflation. So totally. And I'm thinking of like a Bitcoin or exactly. cryptocurrency yeah. exactly. vibe. Exactly. I think there's, we've been talking about this for a couple of years, like the dollar bill was created for a more monitorable, you know, system. Yes. So yes. I guess that so it tells us where the future of crypto is headed. Mm. Well, it's, mm. it's, I don't know. When Pluto went into Capricorn, which rules governments and the economy in 2008, it we had the mortgage crisis, the bank bailouts. Yeah. We got Obama, but halfway through, we wound up with Trump. And mm -hmm. now we're wrapping this up. And so, I mean, when Pluto went into Sagittarius before that, which rules media and global relations, yeah. we used to spend $30 for a minute overseas to a call. We had no internet. And then it's like... Boom, we emerged in 2008 with smartphones, global. 5G so, everywhere. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so what's going to happen? Pluto in Aquarius is giving us a new relationship with social media, mm -hmm. technology, aliens, outer space, <laughs> community yes. and sharing. So 
I think the way we share, the way we commune, I don't know, are we going to become more of a tribal culture? Are we going to yeah. want to block out? Like, I think people are sick of having no privacy, nowhere yeah. to go where they're not regulated. Yet some people are ready to be transhumanistic and have... I know. So yeah. weird. Uh-huh. Transhumanism. <laughs> it's getting so, weird. so sci-fi up in And here. I think um, the intensity and the polarity there is kind of forcing people to be like, so I'm either this way or that way. Or I should have a farm in the middle of nowhere or right, I should right. clone myself. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. There's no like comfortable middle ground at least yet but no. i know Hopefully. a couple of people a couple of groups of people on the west coast who tried the whole farm fantasy oh, yeah. and while saturn was in aquarius the farm yeah. fantasy is not all it's cracked up to be I, i've had that fantasy at times and then oh, yeah. i'm like so i can't walk to get something from the butcher, the baker, the CVS, the, the right. you know, you just slaughter like the cow uh-huh. yourself and milk it before you do, and then collect <laughs> the eggs. No. And, oh my God, I had a friend with sheep that turned into a, she broke up wow. with someone of her sheep. Actually, she couldn't break up because they both had an emotional attachment to the same sheep. No way. It was like a hostage shoe. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I relate. Make sure you know your attachment style before you do that. But maybe we'll get it right. I well, I think know. people go to what the feeling is represented by. So it's like, what do people really want? Mm-hmm. Do they want more connection to nature? Do they want more intentional time and connection with people they love? And then they kind of see what other people are doing maybe to achieve that. Right. And they're like, I do that. Right. Instead yeah. of like, huh, let me feel into like what this is for me right. and what this could look like for me. So it's... I love that you're saying that because in our well 2023 said. horoscope book, we wrote, we always do a numerology chapter every mm-hmm. year. And this is a seven universal year, which is all about exactly that, like balancing spirit and science, balancing yes. the, hmm, let me observe and not rush and listen and you know, And then also like, but my intuition is telling me. So listen to your intuition, but don't act upon it immediately. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Or you'll end up with a sheep instead totally. of a kid. Right. <laughs> Which might not be the worst thing. I mean, the sheep yeah, is a maybe. part of the divorce. Right. right. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and it's to be cloned, you know, to make it. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's so wild. I definitely want to get to the like second half of 2023 in a little bit. So we'll put a pin in <laughs> yeah, that. It's a big one for you because you have your North Node return. Do you oh, know that? thank you for telling yeah. me this. Yeah. Your North Node's in Aries. Yes. Oh, yeah. July 17th for the first time in 18 and a half years wow. the north node heads back into aries till really? january 11 2025 so wow destiny calling i wow. would say if you do want to have kids it's a great time yeah. because then they'll have the same nodes as you i did i mean it was an accident cool. but nonetheless my daughter and i have the same north and south node and it's very comfortable boy that's amazing yeah. wow wow Yes, I will be ordering mom astrology. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mom astrology. <laughs> when that time. And a child. Order up a child. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I need to introduce you to a revolutionary new app, um, Superhuman. I have been doing these superhuman activations every single morning for the last three weeks. Let me just tell you, I kind of fell off of my game after I had the baby. Most of my time and energy was going to him 
still is, but I have been able to carve out time in the morning before I get into the swing with him. And I've been doing these activations. I do a lot of the shorter ones because I don't have a ton of time, but let me just say, this is new. Like this is a new type of audio that um, are super energizing and really specifically designed to transform you into your future self. So I know a lot of us want to manifest things. I know a lot of us are thinking about planning for the future, um, but a lot of us feel stuck. And so I've just felt like this has unstuck me in just the most beautiful way. So I've been doing a lot of their pep talks. I've been doing some of their writing activations. Uh, this morning I did the three morning questions. It was a seven minute, really vibey writing activation that I love. So I had my journal out. Um, yesterday I did a pep talk, uh, about tackling procrastination. There's a part of me that procrastinates quite a bit. So I'm just I love this. I love this. There's going to be an activation for you for this moment, for this day. Uh, it's incredibly supportive. So we actually interviewed Mimi Bouchard, the founder, not too long ago. Check out that interview. Uh, and we have a sample of one of the activations on our feed. So you can check that out as well. It's way easier to implement into your routine and far more effective than any other audio app out there. I've just noticed that I'm doing it much more consistently. So please don't miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts. On top of the 14-day free trial, get over 60% off your subscription for a limited time only at activation.com slash almost 30. Literally, there is no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The offer is only available through their website, not on the app store. So that's activations.com slash almost 30 for 60% off. It expires soon. So I want to talk about examples of valuable challenges in a chart that you've seen because I feel like we and I'll just speak for myself sometimes I see whether it's through astrology or just I'm sensing a challenge in a relationship at least early on in my relationship with my husband oh god is this gonna work like <laughs> I was more averse to really being there and not running away. I was just like, this is too hard. This mm. is too hard. I don't see the point. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't see the purpose. So get it. Like, how do you know yes. whether to stay or go? That was one of our intentions with writing Super Couple, because when you go to the comparison chart, it's so easy to be like, okay, this is a I give up. It's never oh going to work. This book is meant to be a roadmap for you to like, let's try this first. Yeah. Let's see if we can meet in the middle. What I love about the super coupled chart, it doesn't matter. The relationship may or may not work out, but it's like I had a boyfriend once who was from the Middle East and I grew up in the United States and we just could never speak each other's languages sure. properly. But we decided to meet in Paris and neither one of us spoke French and it was the best four days of our <laughs> entire relationship because yeah. there was this level playing field mm. and that's what i think of as the composite chart it's like you don't have an advantage and i'm not in your turf you're not in mine yes. there's all these power dynamics and struggle so i think every challenge in a chart is valuable but it becomes not an asset when you just get stuck in a dynamic yeah. but what happens is that's your invitation 
to unpack that dynamic. Well, what, where is this coming from in my, I mean, if for, it's like, that's when you have choice. Am I doing this level of work? Where yeah. is this originating from? This person is pushing a button. We love internal family systems, parts work. Cause mm -hmm. it's like, then you can yeah. deal with it. This part of yes. them is triggering this part of me. Where can I find it in the charts? Celestial scavenger hunt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what would be a good tool to use yeah. for that? That's how I would recommend approaching it. Yeah. No, I love that that visual of you meeting in Paris. Like <laughs> I just see the chart as like this neutral meeting place and having a positive intention going into wanting to be together, wanting to grow together and now having a bit of a map on how we can do yeah. that and leverage that. Yeah. What yeah. made you decide to stick it out? Yeah. Like, what was it that made you say, I'm going to face the challenge? Yeah. So many things I feel as though on a soul level, I felt like the deep purpose of our relationship. Mm -hmm. And he's someone that has always called me to be myself and the highest expression of myself. Mm. And 10 years ago when we met, I was like, absolutely not. I'm 24, 25. It was right before my Saturn return, a couple years before. And I... Yeah, I was working in the bars. I was serial dating. I was going after the guys <laughs> that had no time for me. Mm -hmm. I was drinking quite a bit. I just wasn't respecting myself on all levels. It wasn't time either. Yes. Yeah. I.e. you were 24. Exactly. <laughs> and we met and he was just so clear. He was like, I would love to get to know you and take you out. And he was so just kind and clear. And I was like, this is too much. So like, this is too much. Yeah. So we always remained connected and friends, did a little dance every once in a while. But it wasn't until a little over three years ago when we reconnected that I had gone through my Saturn return, yep. lots of therapy, lots of just inner exploration. I felt like a completely different person. And I just saw Amazing. him and I was like, oh, mm -hmm. clear. <laughs> yeah. And I'm here for it. Like, I don't want to run. I really love... I love how we challenge each other because mm -hmm. I know there's just that, yeah, like deep soul you purpose. And that's, I think, when you know you're ready to kind of grow, like yeah. in a relationship. Like that's true. When you're ready to have a relationship is when you're ready to accept that there will be challenges and make space for yeah. them. I think a lot of people are looking for a challenge-free relationship and they wind up being perpetually disappointed perpetually totally. single and it's okay you know if you don't want that but that's just not you know these idealized oh we've never had a fight in our lives well you know it's someone's cheating then in the church <laughs> i'm glad that we asked you that and i loved your answer because i think you'll love when you look at super couple we added a few things in at the beginning and the end mm -hmm. and in the intro there's a part called the four super couple seasons based on the decade of your life you're in. Mm -hmm. So those cross-section with the chart, if you're going to have this super couple relationship in your 20s, you're going to be in one phase because you have mm -hmm. the Saturn return. Yes. In your 30s, you have all these transits that happen that like test your boundaries. Then you get to the Uranus opposition. I wanted to talk 40s. about that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Very like, interesting. When I saw that Adam Levine from Maroon 5 was having this like... Whatever he had. Whatever he did, mm -hmm. I was like, he's got to be 42. And indeed he was. Yeah. We can we can the chat about life the... life crisis planets. Got yeah. it. Early 40s. What is Uranus 
So Uranus, Uranus, Uranus is just Uranus. <laughs> yes. Where There's your no good up way of saying ass. it. Uranus yeah. is where your head is up your ass for better or for worse. Got where you're willing it. to just kind of be a rebel, a teenager, a disruptor. Mm. You're not paying attention to the consequences, which can create change in a yeah. good way. It's also science, but it's the only planet that spins on its side. So it takes 84 years to do one full orbit around you know, and go through all the signs. And at 42, it's exactly opposite in the Zodiac where it was when you were born. So that opposition is like, it's as far away from your native energy as possible. Mm. And so you're going to, because, you know, of course we learn in our youth of, you know, okay, don't touch the hot stove. But during the opposition, you get selective amnesia. (laughs) You buy the red sports car. You have a fling with a lifeguard. Um, well, it's supposed to be know. when... Not yeah, that I've kundalini. done those things. It's supposed but... to be when the kundalini energy <laughs> awakens. Wow. So it's supposed to shoot up through your yeah. chakras. And You're for men... electricity. Yeah, out. so for men, that's supposed to hit them in the heart chakra and open their hearts, and then they get this burst of feminine energy, wow. quote-unquote, not to be stereotypical by gender. And for women, it's supposed to hit the throat chakra. And you notice a lot of women at that age have thyroid issues. Wow. Because suddenly, this burst of energy awakens our voices mm. and this yang energy. So Uranus is a planet of youth, so it's like that last burst of fertility and youth. Even if you're in the quote-unquote perfect super couple or sinistry relationship, you're going to still... Things can be going along, and then one of you hits the, you know, it's like, here's Adam Levine. He's married to a model who supports him, and all the, they have kids. Why would he do this to his family? That's not what he's thinking about. Sure. He encountered an energy. If you know, oh, you know, there's going to be that traffic ahead. It's coming. I'm probably going to be attracted to a coworker. I'm probably going to have a midlife And what crisis. it comes down to is wanting to mm-hmm. reconnect your youth, which biologically makes sense, but also astrologically, because you also have... Your Saturn opposition at that time. So the first time you have a Saturn opposition is when you're like 14 years old. Right. So you also are like mm-hmm. Saturn is rules and boundaries and you want to push against the boundaries then. Neptune, which is very slow moving, takes 165 years to orbit through the signs. It hits a square. It's 90 degrees from where it was around age 40, mm. 90 degrees away from when you were born. So Neptune normally has no boundaries. So that's where it's interesting. A lot of times at 40, like women, especially who are taught still to not say no, learn to love the Mm -hmm. word, but can get a little carried away with it too. Well, you've spent 40 years training the people in your life that you are this way and setting up these dynamics maybe for 10, 15 years in a relationship. And then all of a sudden you don't know why, but you're feeling like a different person. Mm -hmm. Or you just, it's like, you hit this energy and you got to get through it in order to transcend it or transform it or integrate it, whatever, metabolize it, whatever you want to say. If we know that's coming, we can prepare, I believe, but we we so often don't. And they're like, what is happening to me? It must be perimenopause. It gets blamed for everything. (laughs) (laughs) And it should be. And that's how we feel about when we reference a Saturn return. We're not experts by any means, but this podcast was started during our Saturn return and is something that was foundational to what we talk about and why we create what we do. And it's been so cool to see people, women in particular, 
understand that they're about to go through or they are going through their Saturn return oh my God. and just have the light bulbs going off, the hearts opening. They're just like, oh, my God. okay, this all makes sense. Yeah. And there's not this, why me? Why is everything yeah. happening to me? Feeling they really become so much more empowered mm -hmm. during that period and understand the purpose of Saturn and... I'm curious. So you mentioned in your 30s, you mentioned boundaries. Well, yeah, one of the big things in your 30s is the second nodal return, which mm. you're going to have this mm -hmm. year. So yeah, the north and south nodes, which are connected to the eclipse cycles. Eclipses go through a full cycle every 18 and a half years. The nodes are the points in the sky where the it's complicated. We don't, but basically they're connected to the eclipses. Mm -hmm. The south node, whatever sign it's in, is like your comfort zone where you'll have ease, maybe get complacent, but you've already done, you're on that karmic journey. It's not unfamiliar to you. The north node is the new language you're here to learn, the mm -hmm. one you're here to move towards. And so Every 18 and a half years or so, you'll get back to those lessons again. The first yeah. time happens when you ostensibly leave home or go to college or break out and do your own thing around 18, 19. But again, around 36 to 38, you'll have that. Again. So a lot of times we see now, that's a good time to have a kid, I think, mm -hmm. in our modern mm -hmm. era, because you wind up having the same soul grouping as your kid yeah. if that happens. you know. But also you just... You decide whether or not you want that. You kind of are like, sure. okay, this is, you kind of crystallize your path that you begin with the Saturn return. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, this, I'm sticking to it. Now I'm ready to have a little more fun again after that. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Right. Fascinating. Right. I would love to talk about a couple charts you have in your hand just to yeah. kind of. <laughs> I have the composite. put into practice the super couple composite. Yeah, yes. chart. Yes, do. do you want to do super the couple. composite, the super couple for you and Krista? Sure, I would love it. Okay, so together, so this is kind of a nice coin toss. She's a Pisces, you're a Virgo. You become a Sagittarius, which rules publishing and media and wisdom and teaching and new perspectives, traveling expansion. You probably yeah. really broaden the heck out of each mm -hmm. other's horizons. Yes, big all time. the metaphysical Very stuff you together guys together talk about. You guys about. combine that yeah. Sagittarius energy, just sharing the wisdom. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then she's a Sagittarius moon. You have a Gemini moon. So together you have a Virgo moon in that chart. So all about the books and the reading and the learning and just mm -hmm. connecting to people through asking questions and... But also emotionally yeah. and, and, you know, the moon is kind of your your needs together. Like you guys need a lot of structure probably too. Yeah. And that mm -hmm. has been planning. That, whether that comes easily or not, it's probably like... Okay, let's batch things out. Let's schedule these. That's been yes. maybe the yes. If you don't have that, there's a there's an upset. Maybe. And we have different ways in which we express that. Sometimes I want like freedom, no structure, and she's like very structured, coming yeah. from like a corporate background. But then sometimes yeah. right. she wants kind of total freedom, and I'm like, no, but we need to do it this way. You know, right. very particular. Right. <laughs> What's yep. fun is that you have opposite sun signs and opposite moon signs from each other, so you're like oh, really dead in the middle. Yeah. Oh wow. Because Sag and Gemini are opposite as well. Wow. But your rising signs are one sign apart. So she's a Virgo rising, you're Libra rising. You won the coin toss. Together, you guys become a Libra rising. That makes sense. All the beautiful branding yeah, that you have, the rising say, being 
the image-facing, mm-hmm. you know, together. I don't know, all, you guys have a very glamorous Libra brand. Love yeah. the photos mm-hmm. and everything. It's also just very, like, that soothing Libra aesthetic is super important. Interesting, Mercury, which rules communication, and since this is a podcast and media platform, hers is in Aquarius, yours is in Libra. So both air signs, which mm-hmm. is great for talking to people. And that also becomes a composite Sagittarius, your composite Mercury, your super couple chart. So mm. also talking about that amplifies the Sagittarius sun. It's all about talking about the big ideas and just growing a Asking media the platform. questions that need to be asked. Mm-hmm. Venus and Cancer, Mars and Scorpio in the composite chart. So a lot of, you know, women for sure. Venus Big and Cancer, thing. Mars and Scorpio. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So relationships that probably, and emotions find their yeah. way into your dialogue a lot. Yes. Decoding emotions. For sure. This is oh, all, all the about, time. It's about that emotional intelligence. Like you will really want to create that safe space. I think your membership does that too. Safe, beautiful home for yes. predominantly women, female identified people, allies of women to come to. Respect for the divine feminine, but also with the moon and Virgo, taking a step back from it that gives you a little analytical distance to decode the mystery of emotions. Mm-hmm. What are their composite new? And this one, Krista won, because she's a Virgo, South Node, Pisces, North Node, and your Libra, South Node, Aries, North Node. So you're Virgo, South Node, Pisces, North Node together. So it's all about the oh, spirituality cool. yes. and nature and the plants and mm-hmm. microdosing and all the things that you guys talk about. <laughs> yeah. Health and yeah. healing and wellness mm-hmm. and all that. It's a big Saturn and Saturn. You're sharing that world you're here to do that wow mm-hmm. wow open people up to it you know yes yes i mean everything is spot on mm-hmm. do you want to know about you and sean together sure i would love that. in your individual charts you your rising signs are squaring each other because you're a libra rising yeah he's a capricorn rising so that would make sense why he would be so in the rising sign it's kind of like your compass what you're focused on the external yes. world so it was all about experiencing romance and relationships for you at the libra rising whereas he was focused on Goals. building building, on and building fe- yeah so i'm so curious <laughs> yeah that combines it you guys ended up with a scorpio 29 degrees so you just made it a scorpio composite ascendant rising sign so wow. really people might look at you guys and be like eh, there's a whole lot of things i don't sexy understand power couple sexy <laughs> power couple but also like it's a it's a mystery like you're totally. private uh-huh yeah we're very private mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. except until now i know yeah <laughs> right we <laughs> were very private yeah. okay. well you don't have to be so private because t- you're a composite gemini sun and moon wow yeah so you're fun oh yeah 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 Beer, lots lot of conversations of lots of talking lots about the things mm. <laughs> yeah this the is best. interesting because the composite could go in one direction or another with krista you become a composite sagittarius even though she's a pisces with sean you become a composite gemini with the system that we use so you know she's more of like where you have the high-minded talks and i don't know i feel like you, you guys like to watch a lot of tv shows go to concerts go to that kind of thing or you talk about yeah. all the ideas and everything. Yeah. A little more of a you mundane your level. Best friend. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we definitely have that that type of connection. And like we do talk a lot and there's like a depth to which we can go. There's like 
the strategy of yeah, like kind of being yeah each other's say. kind of like yeah. cheerleaders yeah. and yeah help each other vision totally and then we can be like totally silly and yeah you, you can know. be playful in that ge- yeah I, feel, I like that you said strategy because that's more the gemini it's mm-hmm. not like you don't get lost in the in the abstract it's yes. very tactical like how yes. are we going to make this thing happen i've got an idea mm-hmm. oh i've got an idea mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and then you know your venus and mars of course is a romantic couple are very important so venus is in sagittarius and mars is in cancer so that would say travel and home are both mm-hmm. important that's true and that's a really very good true. you know venus and mars in the super couple composite chart are a great thing to look at when you feel like you hit a plateau at all because mm. venus is like okay how do we get the yeah energy flowing for romance again so for you guys with sagittarius and that composite is probably okay where's our next big vacation mm. like you have to go somewhere very you have to go to paris like adventure day. yeah adventure yeah. or sports too maybe mm-hmm. doing something athletic together but mars and cancer like if you want to get the you know, va va boom flowing again. You look at Mars, and so it's like maybe a little more softer and cut. You know, we need and to that's connect. An, that's a, yes, yeah. that's so an true. opportunity yeah. point. I would say. So here's like you said, destiny or challenges. This is a great example because you have Mars in Gemini. He has Mars in Virgo. Two Mercury ruled signs, very much in the head and in the analytical realm. But together, they become Cancer, which mm-hmm. is all emotions. So. You know, Mars can also be where there's stress and tension and, you know, so things maybe get a little too intense at home. Like maybe if you're both working from home or just yeah, could get a little hot under the roof sometimes. So you go back to the Gemini and the Virgo when it gets intense at home, when it gets mm-hmm. too disconnected. You do more embodied emotional drown in the emotionality. You feel like you're parenting each other Mm. and then it's like... Go read a book or go hang out, you know, go dancing, go do something that's like more yeah, light and social. Totally. So you can kind of toggle back and forth between your yeah. your own individual charts and how they go together. And then the super couple version of it. And then you get this complete recipe. You get the Paris that we talked totally. about. Totally. So. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the toggling back and forth is interesting. Would you say you refer to your own chart when you're wanting to just cultivate an energy within yourself and then yeah, or the just super understand the is, contrast okay. like okay so he's mars and gemini you could say oh, why is he just talking so much he sounds like a robot he's what is his emotions he has does no he heart. start a lot of projects and tinker with things or read a lot of books yeah he loves books loves yeah. the youtube loves books. stuff whatever it's like so you how so to of things mm. you go that's his design I'm gonna honor that yeah you know and my design is mars and virgo i'm gonna go probably mess around in the kitchen that's it yes. that's me i'm gonna make some plant-based concoction that's gonna but i'm gonna bring it together maybe through cancer by making some plant-based dinner and he'll do the playlist because gemini's the yeah the dj so you go his strength my strength our strength love that Think about that. that Esther Perel quote, how relationships rest on two pillars, togetherness yes. and autonomy. So the togetherness is the super couple chart. The autonomy is your individual chart. Yes. You need to feed both if you want to keep the the energy flowing. So it's like the toggle. Astrology toggle solves the mm-hmm. Perel <laughs> mystery that we're all obsessed with. Sorry, but it's so true. I mean, I learned that through my relationship with him because I felt... 
pretty codependent in the beginning where I'm like, why don't you want to spend all your time with me? Why do you want to, you know, just having that very codependent thing. And that's your Libra South node. Yeah. In all your past lifetimes, you were oh, always wow. in a partnership and you're learning your Aries North node how to be on your own. So that's something that you, to your earlier question, you bring, ah, that's my challenge in this relationship. Mine and mine alone doesn't mean he can't support me but yes. this is my responsibility to be aware of it yeah that's when th when something becomes a deal breaker is often like you're like why isn't he taking care of me why isn't he paying enough yep. attention how can i ever be happy and you go let me look at my chart do i have a past life pattern mm. where i've always looked to others for happiness well ding 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 there it is libra south note yeah my work is to find happiness myself and then if he's not making me happy after that then we'll have another conversation. Yeah, that's a I love that you walked us through that. That's so powerful. So we're looking at the south node. We're really taking responsibility for that. Mm -hmm. We're kind of working with that. Mm -hmm. And then if it still feels a little off, we can make the right Maybe decision. Maybe not going to be the thing that makes me happy. Right. Love them, mm -hmm. but happiness isn't fun. And I feel yeah. like go right to the south node and start there. Mm -hmm. If you're and like if you're having that... someone with an opposite south node, the super couple chart is a life saver. <laughs> I seem to attract men with Capricorn south node, Cancer north, where Cancer south node, Capricorn north. So for me, it's like, okay, I've been a mom in so many mm -hmm. lifetimes. It's a <laughs> career, career for me, but I have a maternal way that they think, oh, she'd be a great mother. It's um, like, honey, we're 50. Yeah, I know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Or like, here's that my kids sailed. for my first marriage. Yeah, but it, whatever. The, it's like they want to come and be all in the cozy bubble uh -huh. of the home we create. Sure. But I want to get out of the world. So, yes. yeah. Shalo, I ain't your mama. But... <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Is there a decade transit that's coming up for you both? We're in it. You're uh, in it. The okay. Chiron yeah. return, which okay. is 4950. So that's wow. an interesting one. That's when you suddenly are like, God, all that stuff that matters so much to me, those don't anymore. It's very interesting how it also syncs with kind of hormonal cycles or childbirths and reproductive cycles, reminding us that we're animals. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, well, who am I? What do I want? Yeah, the Chiron is a wounded healer comet, and it goes between Saturn, which is structure and boundaries, and Uranus, yeah. which is complete rebellion and disruption of all that so mm -hmm. it's kind of it's what's your wound and how mm -hmm. do you create a safe space and also freedom so you can bring your wounded wisdom into the world in your 50s you become this you have your your second saturn return mid 50s like 56 yep. so it's like that the decade of the 50s and then into the 60s are all a lot of it's like repeating transits there's not mm -hmm. anything really new. okay yep like not a there's not going to be a new return again. Until and if you didn't 80s, learn the first or learn quote unquote the first time, would yeah. it kind of be the same or would it? You just keep building yeah. on it. Got but it. Yes, I've have always seen that happen with clients. I had a client who worked in fashion for years and had not dealt with some eating disorder stuff as a teen, mm -hmm. and she turned forty nine, and like all that stuff came up, and wow. she had to change industries because it was too intense for her. Out of that, she became like an advocate for people who are dealing with that. We really, we all have our wounds, but yeah, it's a chance to, if you have not worked on them. Right now, Chiron is an Aries, so people are having Chiron returns. 
are dealing with anger issues. Mm-hmm. Like, look at all the, and then collectively, we're de- look at all the anger, the gun violence sure. increase. The world is collectively going through these cycles too. So, wow. But yeah, really learning how to stand up for yourself, self-identify. You have that with your North Node and Jupiter and Aries in your yes. chart. So, mm-hmm. yes. so you want to look at the person that you pick, not as like, should I or shouldn't I? But like, why them? Hmm. Who is this person? What are they mirroring to me that I... And also, why us? Let's yeah. run this super yeah, Why chart, am I here? You know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. why us? Why them? Yeah fascinating it's more like huh, get curious yes like should i shouldn't i stay or go all these polarities we should mention that in the book we've actually set up a little companion website so that people can with a calculator Great. so you just you have to run this composite chart in order to understand the book Great. so it has just a little bit of work that you have to do a little calculation it's, but kind of fun. Your... it's a fun creative challenge because we're coming up with like cheat sheets you get at supercouple.com with the book you can go log in and there's a little hub with resources and amazing printable things and guide to the four super couple seasons to take you through the decade we also have a little outro at the back of the book our kind of manifesto on 5d relationships because as we're using these tools, the nature of relationships is changing the Aquarian era. We don't need marriage came about for property reasons, as most of us know. But like the reasons that people got married don't even make sense. You said we're going from agrarian to Aquarian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless people start doing the farms. And we're yeah, maybe, to, maybe, maybe we can do agrarian. But even Aquarian, agrarian is going to be different than wow. age of pisces ones so what else about the aquarian age do you see affecting relationships one interesting thing is that like i think every 250 years or so neptune and pluto trade places in the sky and from 19 i feel like i can say this here we're waiting for a space (laughs) to share this astro but from 1979 to 99 they switched places okay and Neptune became the farthest planet out and Pluto came closer to and I feel like the people who grew up in the 80s and 90s have this totally different job on the planet and different relationship to spirituality and death and all the themes of Neptune and Pluto were brothers in mythology that's when technology came into this big download for everybody like just the speed of it so I I don't know. I think it I changed. I totally yeah, relate. Like it changed 3D. Well, what happened was that we no longer had to be in the same location as another person to love them or have a relationship with oh, them. Wow. That was unheard of before. People fall in love in DM chats. So, or <laughs> oh my, or my hairdresser met his now boyfriend on TikTok. Wow. Yeah. They, and, yep. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. It is it's happening. like, I know wow. it's not so shocking for the kids listening. Yeah. I know, but I really didn't think about that, how the internet really dropped in during that time and how that really changed the options when it came to either finding people, staying connected to people. So we were limited by the 3D relation. plane. Mm-hmm. We had to see. Also the rise of polyamory and just yes. open or not even relationship anarchy is a term that I love. Because I think that is very Aquarian era. It's like, well, we get to make the rules how we want to and Mm -hmm. set, you know, Mm -hmm. the communal nature of Aquarius merging with relationships and 
Yeah, I mean, we worked on a reality TV show that we came up with that was bought by Amazon Prime, Cosmic Love. But Genius. It was, thank you, but it mm-hmm. had to be very, like, because of the way the producers and everybody, like, set it up to be a reality show, it had to be all heterosexual couples, which made no sense in this age. So super couple is, could sound very much like you need to be in a couple and that's the ultimate state. But our message is really not that. It's just, it should always be a choice. Yes. And here's a way to help make your choice better and more informed mm-hmm. and guided so that really you know that your choices are coming from an authentic place in you instead of outside of you. And we're all in relationship, you know exactly. what I mean? So it's not just romantic. And we read my and Chris's charts and I feel like, Yeah, it's so valuable. Exactly. So valuable, whether it's family members or Mm -hmm. business partners, best friends, like there's there's a depth to which we can go in our relationships that Mm -hmm. could totally change the experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I recommend doing a super couple chart with every member of your family. My daughter and my stepdaughter become a Virgo together, a Libra and Leo in their signs and like you know, that's the only person that my daughter will like follow rules with. With me, she's a Scorpio. So she just wants to be like totally bonded all the time. <laughs> totally. Not talk. You know? Wow. Yeah. So it's so helpful too to navigating that. I can only imagine with kids. I'm excited to run all the charts. <laughs> oh, yeah. When that time comes, if it does, if you choose it. Yes. I would love to finish up with. Just a little insight into the second half of 2023, what we can expect. Mm-hmm. Well, the second half of 2023, the big divider is the North Node changing, moving from Scorpio South Node Taurus North Node, which began on January 18th, 2022. Okay. Those are the Scorpio rules, reproduction. Mm-hmm. Taurus rules work and money. We have quiet quitting, Roe v. Wade. I mean, recessions. like recessions, yeah. NFT crashes, everything. So a lot of the focus is on and these sort of these insidious players on the world stage. So it's not that that ends, but we sort of evolve into this Libra South Node, Aries North Node. It's more of that same thing. War and peace. War and peace. Mm-hmm. Libra's peace. Mm-hmm. Aries is war. And relationships, the South Node, like, okay, relationships need an upgrade. Taking into account this new Aries energy that's mm-hmm. about redefining, trailblazing. And Libra's all about sharing. So how do we share? When do we realize we've had enough? So it's kind of like a reset, too. Interesting. How long does that last? That lasts for 18 months until January 11th, 2025. Okay. Also, Venus is turning retrograde. Venus will be in Leo for a very long time, for four whole months. It usually stays in the sign for four weeks. From June 5th to October 8th. So, like, we've got the summer of love. Woo-woo. Leo is all about romance and play. (laughs) But July 22nd to September Third is Venus retrograde, and that comes along every 584 days when Venus shifts from being mm-hmm. a evening star, so you can see it Venus at dusk, to a morning star. So you'll see Venus right before dawn. So we oh, always wow. say metaphorically, it's like a chance to put your relationship issues to bed and write mm-hmm. a new story. So 
a lot of focus on where we are addicted to drama, where we write people mm. off too quickly, where it's all about worrying what other people think about our relation. You know, it's like wow. Leo okay. cares about image and getting the shiny gold star, but how are we letting other people Oh, we want to look good together. Well, what if you like someone that nobody in your life understands? How do you follow your heart? Mm. And that's a big big deal thing is there anything else one. coming no that's the, the that's the main biggies yeah, yeah. mercury retrograde on new year's oh, yeah. over the holidays oh, of course. You know, i know but let's not think about it because we're still recovering from it over the last holiday i know I'm yeah sure. i was gonna say we had yeah. it over this last holiday yeah, too. Both yeah. new year's are but it goes wow. direct january 1st of yeah. 2024 when it went direct Damn. we sent out our book proposal. <laughs> oh, good. I was going to talk about Congrats. books because all the Sagittarius in your super couple chart is yeah. all about publishing. So very. And when you said I that, I was like, this oh, book. wow. Oh, very us cool. too. To bring back to my desire to like focus and drop in and, and all of that, the book has been such a beautiful, and I can only imagine, I would love to talk to you oh, about me. writing a book. But I've just loved just fully immersing myself in that process. I think because, yeah, it just allows that depth. I'm not distracted or I've set myself up so I'm not distracted. And I'm really able to feel, I don't know, I feel powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's I nothing better than being in that flow state, the flow state where you're thank connected you. to yes. what you're doing yes, and your purpose. It's really like when we write, I don't know. For me, when I write horoscopes, it, it takes me a minute to get into it. Well, once I am, I feel like I'm just like channeling. I've got so much totally. information to download. And then you start to have this romance with words. Yes. And, ooh, the alliteration. Yes. And ooh, that's so, yeah. And you both do that just so beautifully. <laughs> I'm really, yeah, I'm excited to dig in and then to pick your brain well, on all sure. things we writing. Are, we are a book dinner. factory. We have a dinner so, uh, I know, yeah. I know. I can't yes, wait. Say anything <laughs> about a book. We've got yeah. you. Well, thank you for this. This was so special. Oh, I can't you. wait for people to pick up Super Couple. Tell me where people can, get, can get it on Amazon Amazing. and from us at astrostyle.com in our shop. And, and if you get it in our shop, you get access to the hub. And awesome. We actually have a guided audio companion to go with it too, to, the best. with us talking through each of the planets and how to use it. Because we understand it's a new system. We want you to really, you got to adopt it and then and become... But literally supercouple.com, we somehow snagged that you are How did you do we that? We paid a little money paid a little cash, it. but still it was part. I know. Can you believe it? Wow. So wow. you can buy the book there, right? And yeah. just yeah, just go to and go to supercouple.com to get it if you want to just perfect have a more immersive experience. Totally. It. I think that's necessary with something like this to mm -hmm. really let it land. Amazing. And then also Cosmic Love on Amazon Prime. Yes. So fun. I love, and I know nothing about your process in creating it, but I loved thinking about it and watching it because I could kind of see you two behind the scenes. Like, I hope you had a lot of creative yeah. power. I have no idea how it works. We did exactly what, like, <laughs> yeah. what an extended version of what we did when we read your charts yes, here. Yes. We looked at the composite, we looked at the synastry. We looked at the people that were cast it's from the so tapes fun. we had gone through. We got to live in Malibu right on the PCH for <laughs> like six weeks. And so we had this giant wall that was filled with like charts. Well, we'd already started tuning in to everyone before sure. the show and wrote their names under a crystal. And we, had, I mean, it was so much like. It was so a fascinating experiment. Wow. A lot of friendships surfaced. No, nobody stayed together, but I believe that was because. It wasn't really set up to facilitate. Totally. Like, great, you matched, but there's a lot of work that has to be yeah. done. 
thing was with any relationship necessarily either so yeah no pre-saturn return that's that's, you know Youth mm-hmm. is wasted on the young. No. Yeah. <laughs> Great. They looked young and hot on camera. They were completely the wrong age for a super couple relationship. But, yeah. You know, Interesting. And a perfect age to get married on TV in three weeks. Or whatever. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. But it was cool. I'm always so excited to see these more spiritual concepts or modalities yeah. brought into the mainstream. It's just, it's cool to see because I know it's going to be happening more and more and more. It's not just going to live on Gaia. Like right. we're going to bring it in a little bit more. Now on all the reality dating shows, they have conversations about their signs now. Yeah, it's, it's like, very cool. I love it. Yeah. Use the tools, whatever you can. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, this was a blast. So love fun. you both. Fun. I appreciate oh. you making the time and I'm excited for our audience to get super couple, take into the show. And yeah, looking forward to 2023 too. Thank you yeah. for sharing that. It's always nice to go into parts of the year where you can kind of anticipate yeah. and not feel like bombarded by life happening to you. So yeah, thank the you. Focus Absolutely. really is on relationships as we go forward. And, and that's the new currency, I think, yeah. of the age of Aquarius. And that's what's going to keep us feeling secure. Amazing. Thank you so much, Ofi and Tali, the Astro Twins. The book is Super Couple. You can get it anywhere books are sold now. And their website is astrostyle.com. Almost30.com. Almost30podcast on Instagram. We're kind of popping off. There's been a lot of reels that have hit the millies lately and just are sparking a lot of conversation within our community, which is so much fun. And then TikTok. Our TikTok has been a place where we share interesting insights and nuggets from the show. So it's like a great dose of positivity when you're scrolling on TikTok. And then I can be found on Instagram at It's Krista. So it's I-T-S-K-R-I-S-T-A. And I'm at Lindsay Simsik, S-I-M-C-I-K. We love you guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.